0: So I'm trying this again, and uh, I made sure that uh, I double-checked that it looks like people can call in from the public, and they can choose to, uh, I guess, raise their hand and debate me. Um, I've only tried this once before, and I was on someone else's um, call-in, and I tried to raise my hand, and I actually had an older phone, and so it just it didn't work out very well. Um, But hopefully this works. I have a new phone now, and I'm hoping that somebody wants to chat. Uh, Because I really want to understand, you know, and I am kind of biased, I am kind of emotional about this issue, because I'm a libertarian myself, um, and I really don't like, uh, I really dislike hypocrisy. And what I see from the Bitcoiners is hypocrisy. And that's because, you know, what you think of in Bitcoin is that they're pro-freedom, they're they're pro you know limited government. Um they tend to be people that are more voluntarist. They don't like the idea of of government forcing you to do things and you to do things that you do not like to do. Um and so I'm just I, I really I think these new people in Bitcoin that are advocating Bitcoin politically, obviously they haven't been here since the beginning and they're probably not libertarians. I mean, they, they're definitely not the, the Bitcoin policy organization or Institute where I see a lot of these lefty Bitcoins, Bitcoiners like coming out of, to be fair. And I think this is a, a group that's actually being funded by the Bitcoin magazine people by People like Peter McCormack, because he's talked about it on his podcast. They're funding people that are very lefty. You know, they're like this Tory Cross guy, Tony Cross, or Margo, you know, that wants to talk about climate and Bitcoin and how they can be good together. Um, you know, and, and this other Bitcoiner that's like a government guy, a military guy, talking about how, you know, government's can be mining Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin is a strategic military asset for our military. It's going to be crucial for our defense, for our country. Like, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, all of this stuff is coming out of, you know, a particular organization, a particular, I guess, lobbyist group funded by Bitcoin whales. So, you know, who, who, who are funding these people? You know, and the same could be said, for this Texas Bitcoin Council, who is funding this group? You know, I have my suspicions. It's Bitcoin Whales in Texas. Obviously, it's a lot of the Bitcoin miners. Texas. You know, but it's also people that are writing the the legislation um for for for, for laws that get passed, you know, in Texas. So I do know names. I guess I won't name them here. But, um, but yeah, these people are probably responsible for funding Lee Bracker, his Bitcoin Texas Bitcoin Council. You know, and to be fair, uh, it's not just these, these newcomers. It's not just these newcomers to Bitcoin that are funding this. This is Marty Bent. Go look at his Twitter feed. Go look at Marty Bent. He is happily calling himself the uncle and has a whole report on his website about how the city of Fort Worth um, mining Bitcoin is just great. It's just great that we're using taxpayer dollars to mine Bitcoin. Oh, it's just wonderful. You know, it's just wonderful that your taxpayer dollars, if you reside in Fort Worth, are being used to to mine Bitcoin. Uh, And like I said, mining Bitcoin isn't just about producing new Bitcoin. It's about funding the entire Bitcoin ecosystem because without mining, Bitcoin ceases to exist. Why is that? Because Bitcoin isn't just for, for new Bitcoin issuance. It's not just to confirm transactions of Bitcoin. It's to basically power it into existence. Without bitcoin mining, bitcoin ceases to exist. This is how important bitcoin mining is. And basically they're transferring the ownership, the responsibility of bitcoin mining which is supposed to be, you know, shared collectively, collectively by every single bitcoiner who who is in Bitcoin, who has Bitcoin, who transacts in Bitcoin, or just hodls the thing. These people share the costs of keeping this network system running. Why are they asking the taxpayer to fund their private operation, their f- private currency? Why are they asking people to fund Bitcoin mining? at the state level, and I, I, I guess I have to remind the Bitcoiners that, you know, the state is the people. Like, who is the state? When the city government decides to do anything, how are they funded? They're funded by the taxes they collect. The taxes that they collect are from the people that reside in their district, their constituents, Right. So this Bitcoin mayor, this Bitcoin chick, she's a chick in Fort Worth. She's the mayor of Fort Worth. She was lobbied very hard by these Bitcoin lobbyists that are funded by these Bitcoin whales and these Bitcoin, you know, companies. And they basically said, Hey, lady, uh, we're going to give you some miners. Um, this is basically free for you. Even though, so they lied about, right, they, they committed fraud, essentially, on the taxpayer. They committed fraud uh, when they told her that they the city wouldn't have to pay anything. The city's paying for electricity. And this is an investment. And not only is it an investment, it's like a joint venture between the people that donated these Bitcoin miners, so the company that donated these Bitcoin miners, and, you know, the city <laughs> are in some kind of partnership. They're in a... uh, Basically, this is an investment opportunity. This is like a company, right? That's saying, hey, we're going to invest these resources, these miners, and the city's going to invest, you know, the electricity that's required to run these miners. And in this venture together, we're going to try to make a profit, mining Bitcoin, but we have no idea what the price of Bitcoin could be. I mean, it could go to zero. All this could be a waste, but we're going to put you know, the city's resources on the line. We're going to put, you know, the taxpayer's resources on the line, funding this, this operation through electricity. We're going to put, you know, this private company's resources on the line because they donated the equipment. This is like a joint venture, right? So in my mind here, uh, my hobbyist lobbyist, like my hobby hobby lawyer uh, analysis here would be like, hey, these people could be sued because they are operating a partnership, a joint venture to go mine Bitcoin. It's an investment. It should be treated like any other business, any other like speculative business that may or may not be profitable. And the city should have scrutiny over this. The taxpayers should have scrutiny over this. Uh, But, you know, this is their – so the Bitcoiners – this is my critique. And, you know, I guess they're all cowards because they don't want to come in here and debate me. But my critique of them, this is what I want to tell them. You know, I I get what you're up to. You know, obviously you're looking for more dollar flows into Bitcoin. You're looking for more people who will invest or buy Bitcoin because you are a bag holder and you need more dollars. This is why Fidelity is now opening up like 401k retirement accounts that they're stewards of to average, you know, grandpas or young people, I suppose. would be stupid enough to invest up to 20% of their 401k retirement into a highly speculative token. So the whole idea behind Bitcoin is that it's not growing fast enough organically You know, they they can't tell enough people organically, they can't convince enough people, you know, from their own free will to invest their dollars into Bitcoin, and and this is funny because they do have Tether, which is, you know, a, a money printer, right? A dollar counterfeit printer that they can dial up basically at will, there's no controls over this Tether machine, but yet, some somehow you know they realize that real dollars are actually necessary to to uplift this ponzi like so that big whales can can get out so it doesn't crash the price so we can keep the hodlers hodling so we can commit this fraud that that basically encourages the hodlers not to sell to be the last bag holder to be the 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 hold the hodler you know of last resort but they need they desperately need new dollar flows and so if they can't convince you organically to buy bitcoin if they can't persuade you in the free market to buy bitcoin they're going to lobby your government to buy bitcoin at the threat of a gun to force the taxpayer to buy bitcoin and mining bitcoin is in support of Bitcoin, because Bitcoin needs miners. And if no one's mining, Bitcoin ceases to exist. So my other problem with Bitcoin, beyond this direct, get the city to directly subsidize it, by using taxpayer money to mine it, is the fact that a lot of these same Bitcoiners are very supportive of renewable Bitcoin mining. And renewable Bitcoin mining is tax subsidized. And the only guy that even broached this subject, even though he didn't say it explicitly, but he did allude to misallocation of resources, was this guy named Stephen Barber on the Bitcoin Mining Council Sorry, in the Bitcoin uh, mining uh, panel at the Bitcoin conference, he basically said to Nick Carter, Hey, why are there all these stranded renewables? Why are all there, why are the, why do they even exist? Why are they built? You know, and it's obvious, it's obvious because it's tax subsidized. You know, you build it if it's basically, if you're being paid by the government or by the taxpayer to build it. So that's my other issue that, that probably like, you know, this guy didn't even address it. He, he basically sort of alluded to it. I'll, I'll give him that. You know, the Stephen Barber guy alluded to the idea that some of these stranded resources that the Bitcoiners are now using, uh, that are, you know, in renewable at least are, um, product of tax subsidies, that they were built because of tax subsidies and that that alone, or at least that contributed to the economics of why they were built in the first place. So, no Bitcoiner that I've seen has actually explicitly said this, even though that guy got close. Um... And I haven't seen any Bitcoiner brave enough to to challenge the guys like the Texas Blockchain Council, Dennis Porter, um, Lee Bracker, Marty Bent even now, you know, to say, hey, maybe you shouldn't be in favor of using taxpayer money to um, to to mine Bitcoin. You know, and I, I guess, so there were a couple of people I saw that were on here. Uh, they left. I guess they're Bitcoin cowards. You know, to me, you know, they, they have no arguments. Um, you know, maybe they 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 have, you know, a schedule to keep to, and they just couldn't, couldn't debate me right now. But um, the fact that no Bitcoiner is standing up against this, the fact that no Bitcoiner is even, you know, willing to debate me, Or, uh, doesn't want it to be, maybe is very telling the Bitcoin community. This is, so the Bitcoin, in my mind, the, you know, maybe not everybody is for the city of Fort Worth mining Bitcoin using taxpayer funds to mine it, but they definitely don't say anything about it negatively because no one in Bitcoin really wants to criticize anyone else in Bitcoin because everything is good for Bitcoin. These are the people that are greedy that you know don't really care about the the principles of the movement, don't really care about the ideology of the movement. They just want to get rich at your expense. So if it's good for Bitcoin, you know, if Saylor says something you know fraudulent, crazy, stupid, not true, who cares? Let's not call him out. He's a celebrity. He's pumping the Bitcoin. He's, he's, you know, pumping it to people who, who are retail people. He's, he's bringing in a new audience. So let's not, let's not, you know, uh, be truthful here. Let's just, let's just look the other way. Well, I hate to break it to you Bitcoiners, but Bitcoin is a human invention. It's an abstract concept. And whoever is dominating the discourse in Bitcoin, whoever has the largest mic, whoever is getting the most traction—which I would argue, the Bitcoin core developers like—are not in control of Bitcoin. It's people like Jack Dorsey. It's people like Michael Saylor. It's people with large amounts of Bitcoin on their balance sheet, and it's people who own the cash apps, who own the Coinbase's of the world who own these large applications where Bitcoin can scale and be sold to more retail people. These are the people that own Bitcoin, that control Bitcoin. You don't control anything. You think that as a little Bitcoin node, just, oh, you're just validating. Oh, I'm just validating all the transactions. I'm just making sure that, you know, this Bitcoin wasn't double spent. And I'm doing my duty here before, you know, this this Bitcoin transaction is up in the mempool. Oh, oh, I'm just validating. I'm making sure the miners aren't doing anything, you know, on tour that would go against the protocol. And if I don't like it, oh, oh, I can control. I can control the Bitcoin. And I can control whether it makes it into the blockchain. And I can control you know, what if, no, what are you going to do? You're, you're not going to do shit, right? Because if these miners decide to put it in the blockchain, these big powerful miners decide it goes into the blockchain, you can't do shit. Why? What are you going to do, fork it? Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with your little fork. Oh, I'm going to fork it, and I'm going to make put Bitcoin pure again, and... And it didn't go through and, oh, oh, the Bitcoin, it didn't, it didn't conform to my protocol and I, this Bitcoin was double spent and, and, and it's not allowed. I mean, no. Yeah, what are you going to do? No, it doesn't work like that. People in power control Bitcoin. That includes the sailors, the Dorseys, and the big miners. You own, you don't control anything you don't control anything this idea that bitcoin is decentralized is a big big farce it's basically the only reason why you've been allowed to exist like because you've been able to confuse the regulators you've been able to to perpetrate this regulatory arbitrage you know but what is bitcoin mining bitcoin mining you know I hate to bring this up again because it got a lot of views in one of my earlier podcasts. You know, and if, I, if this comes up again and a regulator hears it, oh no, the Bitcoiners might, might be really scared. But, you know, the Bitcoin miners, what are they fundamentally doing? They are fundamentally money transmitters. Yes, you are a money transmitter. That is your function you confirm transactions of Bitcoin. You move Bitcoin from A to B. It doesn't matter that you receive it, you get paid to do it. You get paid to confirm this on the, oh, this is the tablet from God, on the the Bitcoin ledger, the blockchain, right? So you get paid to do this. You are a money transmitter. And once the regulators figure out what the Bitcoiners have done, right? What the Bitcoiners have done, pulled the wool over their eyes, made a laughing stock of them, of the politicians. What do you think these regulators and these politicians are going to do? They're going to come after you. You as a Bitcoin miner are a criminal because you are not signed up with the MSB. You are not a regulated money transmitter, and you need to go get signed up and regulated. I mean, why do you think you can evade regulations that every other financial institution has to abide by? You cannot, and you will eventually... We found out, forced to register, and Bitcoin miners will be treated the way they should be treated, which is every like every other financial institution that moves money.